listener production. Well, yet another quiet day for the Aussie share market. And why did lithium miner Lake Resources hit a two and a half year low today? Good afternoon. I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Monday, the 7th of August. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Hello, Laura. Hello, Stephen. Another day. Another day, another trading day, a Monday, a very quiet start to the week, it must be said. And I think the bank holiday probably played a bit of a part here in New South Wales, but there'll be lots to watch, of course, for the rest of the week. We've got inflation, the Aussie reporting season ramping up, while the US earnings season will start to quieten and down. And then later on in the week, we've got a couple of stocks trading ex-dividend, which could weigh a little, but... We'll get to that later. We will. You're getting way ahead. I am. I'm so excited. You're very excited. Take us through what happened on the Aussie share market, at least today. Well, unfortunately, we ended up retreating by 16 points, a fifth of 1% to 7,309. And just last week, we fell by over 1%. So we're just continuing to see these declines. We couldn't enter three straight weeks of decline, of gains rather, last week. In terms of sector performance, we saw six of the 11 sectors declining. Financials were under quite a bit of pressure. This was largely because of SQ2, which is Block Inc., Afterpay's parent company. They were down another 10% today. They were down 6% on Friday after releasing its quarterly update. Major banks were mostly down as well. Insurance companies continued to fall, being a big drag. Healthcare was the worst, though. Yeah, so healthcare's struggled a bit recently. It's down about 1% today, but it has been one of the worst performers since the start of this year as well. And on the other side, of course, tech down a little today, but they're still easily the best performers that we've had since the uh, the start of this year. But so let's perhaps look at some of the stocks that received attention today, both on the upside and also some of the losers. Well, we'll start with the biggest loser of today, Lake Resources. Its shares haven't been lower since January 2021. They fell 18 and a half percent today after responding to a query from the ASX. So basically the ASX had a few questions regarding Lake's operational update announcement from the 19th of June. In a nutshell, the announcement was a production update for its mine in Argentina, outlining that it will take longer to produce less lithium than previously planned. So the ASX asked about its production targets. Turns out they weren't actually production forecasts, but instead the numbers they gave for the lithium production was the maximum capacity for the project. Essentially, it could be even less. Also, the mine in Argentina that they referred to is only in its very early development phase, and it needs a feasibility test before determining if Lake will proceed with the project. So not a great day for Lake Resources at all. And sticking with lithium, core lithium, down about 5.5% today. And it's actually one of the most shorted stocks on the Aussie market, which basically highlights that the market's quite negative on the stock at the moment. So shorting is when... I was just going to get to that. Thanks thanks for asking. (laughs) Well, shorting is basically when investors are betting against the company. So rather than wanting the share price to lift, they're expecting it to fall and can actually benefit from a decline in the share price. So... This can give us an idea of what the market's general thinking is on a stock. And as one of the most heavily shorted stocks, it just means there's quite a bit of negativity on the company for the time being. Yeah, sometimes we get bogged down by the technical terms. So it's good to sometimes take a step back and wonder, what does this term mean or explain it for people that these terms are Hmm. new for? What is this? (laughs) (laughs) These are the sorts of terms we use throughout (laughs) the day to each other. Mm -hmm. Lithium Australia and Mineral Resources were another couple of stocks in focus today. So 
Lithium Australia, which is a rather small lithium miner listed on the ASX, it's not actually even in the top 500. The company's worth about $65 million, but it was definitely in the spotlight today after striking a deal with lithium giant Mineral Resources, who are worth $13.5 billion, to put it into context. So the joint venture agreement will be completely funded by Mineral Resources, a $4.5 million investment to develop a pilot plant And Lithium Australia, in return, will supply its lithium extraction technology. So upon completion, they will each hold 50% ownership. Lithium Australia shares hit a six-month high today to five and a half cents, up 67%. This is becoming a lithium podcast, isn't it? (laughs) There's just lithium stock after lithium stock. And there's another one, Pilbara Minerals, I should just quickly touch on, presented at the Diggers and Dealers Mining Forum. And this is taking place in WA at the moment. So in coming days... It goes for three days. It goes for three days. So we're going to be hearing from dozens of companies that give basically presentations on their businesses. And Pilbara did so today, rose about 4%, one of the best on the market. And it highlighted the strong growth in production over the year and the increase in capacity that's expected in the next couple of years as well. But elsewhere, if we move away from lithium, there were quite a few stocks that received attention, of course, and one of them was Estia Health, which is an aged care provider, one of the largest in Australia. So it rose 8.5% today because it agreed to around an $826 million takeover by a group called Bain Capital. So the board unanimously backed the offer, saying that they're keen for this to go ahead. And the reason why its shares rose by more than 8% is the amount of money put on the table 12% higher or a premium to what the shares were doing on Friday. And it's a 50% premium to what its shares were trading at in mid-March, which is the first time Bain approached the group saying, we're interested in taking you over. Thank you very much. So that's why its shares have done well for about five months now. Invocare, the funeral services company, we finally have an update on them. So regarding the takeover offer from private equity firm TPG Global Capital, It's the first update in three weeks. I've kept revisiting this to find out if there was anything new today. There was. So InfoCare shares went into a trading hole before the market opened this morning, which means its shares can't be traded for at least two trading days. InfoCare said in the halt it's pending a material announcement about the takeover offer. Just a reminder, we've had radio silence, as I mentioned, for three weeks since the due diligence period ended. It was reported on various financial news sites that over the weekend, TPG Capital told InvoCare's board that it's ready to walk away unless they come to an agreement. Apparently, it found some information during its due diligence that warrants a lower price than $13 a share that was originally proposed, which valued InvoCare at $1.9 billion. So the revised offer, $12.70 a share, valuing them at $1.2 billion instead. And markets were getting nervous really for the past month or so, as you know, as we've been discussing recently because of, you know, the amount of, I guess, extended due diligence that Invercare has been continuously giving to TPG. Four times. That's a lot. That's <laughs> a lot. So basically, you know, there was always a risk that they come back and they make an adjustment and that's what we've seen today. So we'll see, I guess, in coming days when it comes back online, how, um, how the market responds to this. Finally, ResMed was another mover on the market today. It was down about 4.2%. That's because on Friday, it came out with an update and it basically fell short of expectations with its profit results and flagged things like higher cost, higher manufacturing and component cost for the products it makes. So today, six brokers downgraded their share price targets for where they think the stock might be. 
in 12 months time. Uh, mind you, those targets are all higher than what the shares are doing at the moment, but certainly one that has not done well for a couple of days now. We'll look ahead to tonight and tomorrow, first of all, and then the rest of the week, which you're very excited about at the outset. So tonight in the US, we have a couple of central bankers due to speak about the economic outlook. So we're always keenly listening in whenever we hear a central banker speak. We've also got US earnings continuing. So we have the likes of Paramount, Tyson Foods, which is the world's second largest processor of meats and chicken. They supply to like KFC and Maccas and stuff. Right. And Beyond Meat, I believe. Yes. As well. They yes. don't supply meat um, because they're Beyond Meat and it's um, anything but. But they'll be out with uh, some earnings. And tomorrow, of course, there'll be a few things out. Locally, probably all eyes will be on updates on consumer confidence and business confidence. So we'll have three updates on this tomorrow. And it's always important to see, firstly, how businesses are just generally operating and you know what, what level of orders and prices they're seeing at the moment and then how consumers are feeling about their money over the past week and month. So always important and can give us an idea of, you know, how cautious consumers are and what that then translates to as far as spending and other things are concerned. We'll also hear an RBA official speak tomorrow. Again, we'll be listening in closely to that. And then Aussie reporting season is ramping up this week. So tomorrow we have the likes of building company James Hardy. We have Coronado Resources. For the rest of the week, we have some big names. We have CBA, Suncorp, Boral, AGL, Newcrest Mining, just to name a few. Yeah, so this is starting to ramp up this week, and it's really next week and the week after that where things kind of peak. So it's going to get any just busier from here, basically, in what's been a pretty quiet start to the month. But elsewhere, there'll be some other things to watch, of course. One of the highlights is going to be inflation out of China and the United States. Correct. China Wednesday, the US Thursday. China does not have an inflation problem. If anything, prices are going backwards. So it'll be okay. interesting to see uh, you know, how its economy is holding up. And then on Thursday, we'll get that US inflation report, which is key for what potentially happens to, to interest rates moving forward. Exactly. And in between all that, we'll get international trade figures from both China and the US as well. How exciting. And then on Thursday, Rio Tinto. Rio Tinto goes ex-dividend, ex of yep. course. Yeah, so that could weigh on the mining mm -hmm. sector on Thursday. Rio is actually the 14th biggest stock on the ASX 200. Yeah, so it's not like it's one of the biggest miners. I think it's the third largest mm. behind BHP and Fortescue. Mm -hmm. Then it's Rio, but as you say, 14th largest. So pretty big. It's not pretty big. It's not at large enough to probably make a huge difference on the share market, but the dividend's reasonably large, so it could still be a little bit of a wait later in the week. So even though it's a quieter week, still yes. a lot to watch. Mm -hmm. Exactly Very right. Exciting. And on that note, enjoy the evening, everyone, and we'll see you tomorrow. See you then. And make sure you tune in to our friends in the morning. Tom and Ryan. Yep. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. This podcast is prepared, approved, and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting, and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.